Gertrude and myself. And we entertain nearly every night. We have such people as Alec Wolcott, Mark Conley, Helen Hayes, Charlie MacArthur, Catherine Cornell, Jean Eagles, Bob Sherwood. Oh, I could go on and on and on. And Vincent Humans. He used to come there quite a lot. And we, we always had tea. It was a big thing, tea with us, of course. And that's what he composed in our um, house, Tea for Two. Gertrude's success in New York established her as an international star with devoted audiences on both sides of the Atlantic and friends in the most exalted ranks of society. Oh, Mother and I um, had a cottage on the Thames. Gertrude Lawrence. This was two or three years after I'd been in London. And um, the Prince of Wales was a great lover of the theatre. And my particular young gentleman friend at that time was his equerry, which is uh, his glorified aide. And so that was the way I met the Prince of Wales. And this one night, we were all going back to my house. I was being driven home, back to the country, to my mother. And um, the Prince of Wales was with us. And so we stopped at his club and got a hamper of food and champagne and drove down to my house in the country, got Mother up out of bed and didn't tell her who we had with us at all. And so she came down in her, in her curl papers and a wrapper and we got the hamper out of the car and spread it on the dining room table under one of those awful hanging lamps with a bead shade, you know. And um, we all sat down and had a wonderful time, had supper, had some champagne and we were talking and joking all of a sudden, Mother looked across at me in a startled look shot across her face, but she'd suddenly heard the other boy who was with me address this other man as Sir. And uh, she knew that that meant royalty immediately. You either say Your Majesty or Sir. And uh, she shot this horrified look at me across the table, and then I, I went nodded at her and said, Don't say anything, don't, don't give it away, you know. And uh, she didn't. She carried on absolutely beautifully until the end of supper. And then we got up and they went. And Mother and I followed them to the garden gate. And then she did a deep curtsy and said, Good night, Your Majesty. Now the Gertrude Lawrence legend was in the making. She appeared in George Gershwin's OK, in Noel Coward's Private Lives, and tonight at 8.30. In Susan and God and Skylark. As she went from triumph to triumph on the stage, she came to represent the essence of sophistication. Smart, gay, desirable, but elusive. She set fashions, became one of the best-dressed women in the world. Conservative critics called her a goddess and unashamedly declared their love for her in public print. Then she starred in Lady in the Dark and deliberately smashed the legend with her singing of the low-down Jenny. There once was a girl named Jenny Whose virtues were buried in many Excepting that she was inclined Always to make up her mind And Jenny points a moral With which we cannot quarrel As you will find 
open on Christmas Day. Jenny made her mind up when she was 12 that into foreign languages she would delve. But in 72 Bathory it was quite a blow that in 27 languages she couldn't say no. Poor Jenny, bright as a penny, her equal would be hard to find. To Jenny I'm beholden her heart would be and golden, but she wouldn't make up her mind. Foreign languages she couldn't say no. Jenny made her mind up at 22. To get herself a husband was the thing to do. So she got herself all dolled up in her satins and furs. She got herself a husband, but he wasn't hers. Jenny made her mind up at 39. She would take a trip to the Argentine. She didn't know exactly what was going on. And when Gertrude came out and sang Jenny, Gertrude looked straight at her. And she winked at her. Oh, Mama didn't say anything. She looked sort of startled. I mean, you know, when she did the bumps and everything. Mama had never seen anything like that before. When we got out on the street, I said, oh, Mama, isn't she wonderful? I think she's, isn't, you know how you go on. Mama said, yes, I think she's very vivacious. And then she, she didn't say anything else but... Three years after that, she said, Barbara, do you think that Gertrude looked at me? It seemed to me she looked right at me that afternoon we went to see Lady in the Dark. And I said, oh, yes, Mama, she did. She winked at you. And Mama said, well, that pleased me very much. She said, I've been thinking about it all these years. Meet Gertrude Lawrence will continue after a brief pause for station identification. brought Gertrude to a new and larger arena of action and service. 
She threw herself unsparingly into a dozen war activities, and then she made two hazardous tours to entertain the men of the fighting front. One to England and the continent, one to the South Pacific. The actress, Jessie Matthews, once great was understudy. We were all taking off from Normandy, and I suddenly walked into a room full of army officers, and suddenly Gertie turns around in uniform. We rushed across to each other, and I can't think what it was I said, but I know she roared with laughter with that lovely sense of humor, and she said, oh, my dear, it sounded just like a shallow opening. And then we met again on board the ship, when we never knew whether we'd get to the other side or not. It was all rather a, a nervous strain. And I remember Goethe's discipline then was so colossal because she sat down and opened a little case and started writing some letters. And I thought, well, there's lots of things I could do right now, but I'm quite certain I could never sit down and write a letter. When she toured England, entertaining troops... Winthrop Aldrich, ambassador to Britain. Her family was enlarged to include all who needed help. Gertrude Lawrence came home with a long list of people to whom she had sent food parcels. When the need grew beyond her own means, she enlisted the aid of her friends. Those who were in the habit of sending flowers to her for opening nights were told, kindly omit the flowers and send the equivalent for food packages. Gertrude went, she left behind her a trail of memories. For her many friends, she still lives in the stories they tell about her. Gertrude Lawrence needed four pieces of special material. Johnny Green, the songwriter. For nightclub work that she was going to do, recording work, etc. And Miss Lawrence paid uh, Eddie Heyman and me $250 for the four songs. One was called Body and Soul. She went back to London taking the songs with her. And one night, she did a broadcast over BBC at dinner time. And on this broadcast was the one and only time that she ever sang Body and Soul. But dressing to go to work was the famous English band leader, Bert Ambrose, who heard the broadcast, called Gertie